Radio Illuminae, raising vibrations to help heal nations. Welcome to Rory's Folk, hosted by Rory Skyster and showcasing and discussing a diverse range of contemporary British folk music by established and up-and-coming artists alike. As I went a-walking one morning in May, I saw a young couple so fondly did stray. And one was a young maid so sweet and so fair, and the other was a soldier and a bold grenadier. And they kissed so sweet and comforting as they clung to each other. They went arming along the road like sister and brother. They went arming along the road till they came to a stream and they both sat down together love to hear the nightingale sing then out from his knapsack he drew a fighting fiddle and he played her such merry tunes that you ever did hear and he played her such merry tunes that the valleys did ring and the young maid started weeping to hear the nightingale sing and they kissed so sweet and comforting as they clung to each other They went arming along the road Like sister and brother They went arming along the road Till they came to a stream And they both sat down together Love to hear the nightingale sing Oh, I am bound for India For seven long years Drinking wine and strong whiskey Instead of strong beers And if ever I return again Twill be in the spring and we'll both sit down together love to hear the nightingale sing and they kissed so sweet and comforting as they clung to each other they went arming along the road like sister and brother they went arming along the road till they came to a stream and they both sat down together love to hear the nightingale sing oh then said the fair maid won't you marry me Oh no, said the soldier, however can that be? For I've me own wife at home in me own country, and she is the fairest little maid that you ever did see. And we kiss so sweet and comforting as we cling to each other. We go arming along the road like sister and brother. We go arming along the road till we come to the stream, and we both sit down together love to hear the nightingale sing you're listening to rory's folk in which rory skyster showcases a diverse range of contemporary british folk music by established and -and up-and-coming artists alike hello and welcome to rory's folk the song you just heard was my singing of the nightingale The Nightingale, um, also known by many other titles, such as The Bold Grenadier, The Soldier and the Lady, One Morning in May, or To Hear the Nightingale Sing, is a folk song which tells the fairly common story in folk music of a young man coming back to his love and um, her asking him to marry her and him basically saying you know can't do um because i have a i have a wife and you know maybe children even elsewhere <clears throat> um so yeah this this story is found 
um, all over. This particular version of that story um, has been found in uh, all over southern England. Um, so Cecil Sharp, notorious um, folk song collector, he collected it from nine different singers in Somerset between 1904 and 1907. Um, and various other collectors have also collected it from, from many different people sort of around the same area of England. However, it has also made it across um, the Atlantic to America. So there are versions of this song um, sung there as well. So the reason that I chose uh, to use this song as the opening song for this episode of Rory's Folk is a little bit tenuous. Um, I really wanted to do an episode themed around some of my favourite animals, which are birds. And therefore I needed a, a traditional folk song that was, you know, that had birds in it. So, um, so yeah, that's why I chose the nightingale. Obviously the sort of theme of the song isn't necessarily birds itself. Um, but, uh, it does sort of, um, showcase something that happens a lot in folk music, which is that, um, particular animals or plants or landscapes are often used commonly to, uh, to sort of discuss certain um, interactions between people or certain emotions. The nightingale is a bird which um, is very famous for its beautiful song. And so um, it, for example, has long been associated with creativity and with poetry and also, of course, with romance, um, as in the song that I just sang. The nightingale has also appeared quite a lot in um, European folklore. So um, it is the national bird of Ukraine. And the story associated with, with why it's the national bird of Ukraine is that um, one day, so previously they, they were meant to not have lived there. And then one day a nightingale visited Ukraine and heard really sad songs from the people of Ukraine. And this really touched the bird, so it sang its happy song to cheer them up, which worked, and the people started singing happy songs. And it said that since then, um, nightingales visit Ukraine every spring, which of course they really do because they're migratory birds um, that spend the, the, the spring and summer in Europe, um, and uh, sang its song to, to keep the people happy which I think is a really, really lovely story. So yeah, uh, birds appear in folk stories and folk songs often to um, sort of as metaphors for, for human emotion or to sort of describe um, different, different things about um, human existence. So the next two songs I'm going to play on this theme are Skylarking by Joy Shop and then Collared Dove by Jessica Law. And way up there far away 
showcases a diverse range of contemporary British folk music by established and up-and-coming artists alike. So the songs that you just heard were Skylarking by Joy Shop, followed by Collared Dove by Jessica Law. So the bird referenced in Skylarking is of course the skylark, or often just known as the lark, There are other species of lark, but the skylark is the most common one and therefore sort of has become what people mean when they just say lark. Like the nightingale, the skylark is known for its song, um, specifically the the, um, courting song of the male, which it um, delivers whilst hovering above uh, fields. And um, it's probably because of this sort of very jolly sounding song that um, the the word, the verb lark came about and, and people um, started talking about larking um, sort of being... Um, you know, playing tricks, um, indulging in in sort of practical jokes or sort of messing around, fooling around. And then, of course, since um, that verb, it has become a noun with a new meaning again, sort of larks as in jokes, you know, oh, such larks. It's not a particularly commonly used word these days, but um, but yeah, interesting that uh, the bird's name sort of gave rise to the verb and then noun of a different meaning. Um, and of course, the song that we heard, Skylarking by Joy Shop, very much uses 
this uh, this aspect of the language to their advantage. Um, their use of of skylarking as a verb, uh, meaning sort of messing around together, um, I think is is really um, really effective. Um, another small interesting fact which is not particularly related to that bit of language but just whilst I was looking this up um, I came across another lovely thing which is that the collective noun for skylarks is an exaltation which kind of which first of all is just lovely uh, and secondly really fits in with that idea of um, you know them being very happy playful birds. Moving on to Collared Dove by Jessica Law, I think this is a really, really powerful song that uses um, a, a bird, in this case, uh, the Collared Dove, and something which happens to birds in real life, you know, they do get hurt flying into windows, uses that as a metaphor for human emotion. And to me, this song is very much about kind of feeling left out, feeling like an outsider, wanting to join in, um, you know, with a group of people and not being able to belong. Um, and I've played Jessica's music on this show before. So, um, you know, you might already have a feeling for the sort of songs that she sings, but, um, she does something, something that I think she does really well is kind of use, um, sort of think stories from from nature or history or folklore to kind of explore emotions of of modern people um which yeah i think this does really well so uh so yeah do do check out both those artists that i just played and um i'm now going to go on to the next uh track or tracks because the the what I'm going to play next is a medley of actually three tracks. It's called the Migration Medley and it's from Afrocelt Sound Systems album called Flight. So these are three tracks. Um, separately, they are called Flight, Migration, and Homecoming. But altogether, they are the Migration Medley. There is a fourth track, which is part of the Migration Medley as well, but that one's a little bit more separate, so um, I've left that one off for now in the interests of time, but do go and check it out yourself if you wish to. So here is the um, Migration Medley by Afrikelt Sound System, and I'll be back with you in a bit. Thank you. 
listening to Rory's Folk, in which Rory Skyster showcases a diverse range of contemporary British folk music by established and up-and-coming artists alike. That was The Migration Melody by Afro-Celt Sound System, composed of three separate tracks, um, all found on their album called Flight. And, I mean, there's not an awful lot to say about this um collection of tracks it kind of speaks for itself i just love the really powerful way that they use the migration of different birds to discuss the issues of human migration um you know with the with the lyrics um if birds move freely then so must we like every skylark upon the breeze and um yeah it's it's it to me this this whole um you know all of those tracks that make up the melody are just incredibly powerful in you know thematically as well as being just you know good dance music because all of Afro-Celt sound system is really good dance music um but yeah uh, I think a, a really a really powerful set of tracks on their album Flight which is itself um I mean I'm not sure if you'd necessarily call it a concept album or anything, but it is very, all of the tracks are, are to do with migration of, of people in some way. So it's, it's very much on a theme and it is a very powerful album. So I would encourage you to check out, um, both the last track of the melody that I actually left off there, uh, which is called Night Crossings Past part one and then also uh, the rest of the album which includes a night crossings part two as well um so yeah uh that's that um i'm now going to play someone else that i've played on this show before um it's going to be Faye healed with her song wing flash and then after that I'm going to play a track called The Pigeon on the Gate, uh, which is by a band whose name I'm probably going to pronounce incorrectly. I think it's pronounced Kasad An Zugain. You're a bird in the sky When the cock roll he calls crow before the dawn Swooping, soaring high All the kings sailing by Wing flash in the blue I miss you I miss you I cry like the cats in the yard When the moon shines down grey A lion from the wild You make me roar Weeping so You're not here anymore Not here anymore fly away as the sun rises upon golden cloud never more you'll be like 
You're a bird in the sky, wing flash in the blue. I miss you.
listening to Rory's Folk, in which Rory Skyster showcases a diverse range of contemporary British folk music by established and up-and-coming artists alike. The tracks that you just heard were Wing Flash by Faye Heald from her album Rackline, followed by a medley of tunes um, entitled The Pigeon on the Gate by... Kazad and Sugain, if I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> Wing Flash by Faye Heald. Um, this draws on something which is very common um, in the perception of birds in folklore, which is birds as connected to death. Birds are in many cultures seen as sort of uh, harbingers of death or, or sort of um, omens. But also, um, on a sort of more positive note, um, again, in many cultures around the world, birds have often been believed to carry the souls of humans who've passed away. And it's more sort of this latter belief that Faye Heald is drawing on in this song. Some of the lyrics are literally, you're a bird in the sky. But I really like the the kind of, although some of the lyrics are, are very literal. Um, they're also a bit kind of disjointed. Like there aren't many um, full sentences. Uh, so sort of things like wing flash in the blue, I miss you, I miss you. It kind of feels almost like a stream of consciousness, which to me is really poignant because it's a song about grief and that's that's how grief feels. Um, you know, it, it, all these thoughts come at once and, you know, you don't necessarily have a clear um, sort of thought out, like train of thought and, and um, you know, developed argument or anything about why you're feeling the way you are. You know, it's just, it's just raw emotion. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a, a very, a very powerful song by, by Faye Heald. Um, after that, I played for you um, a, a medley of tunes. Um, the medley is entitled Pigeon on the Gate um, after one of the tunes. The other tunes in the medley are Up and Down Again, Dick Gossips and Music in the Glen. And these are all traditional Celtic tunes Um uh there's a slip jig i think and a, and a few reels in there and um they're performed as i said by kasad and sugain which i still think i'm not saying correctly um but um this in english means the twisted rope and they are a canadian band who do celtic tunes so earlier we had a song about a collared dove and now we've just had a tune set including a tune about a pigeon. So um I thought I'd just say a little bit about doves and pigeons. They are of course all part of the same family of birds and they have long been associated with uh, love and peace in many cultures and religions around the world. Doves are, for example, the animal um, associated with Aphrodite, the Greek goddess of love, and um, her Roman counterpart, Venus. And um, they also appear in uh, some of the most ancient um, stories that, that we 
uh, know about. A dove plays an important part um, in the Epic of Gilgamesh, which is an epic poem from ancient Mesopotamia that um, has been found on tablets and is regarded as um, the the oldest surviving piece of literature. Um, and uh, actually sort of sort of acted um, as a an influence for uh, later styles of poetry and prose, such as Homeric epics, which in turn influenced a lot of more modern Western literature. So um, so yeah, so so a dove plays an important role in in this really, really old story um, about two thousand years. Um, before current era. And uh, in this story, there is a, a huge deluge. And when this is over, a character called Utnapishtim, which I hope I'm pronouncing correctly, um, sends out uh, a dove to see if, um, if the flood has subsided and whether it's um, safe to, to go and look for land again. And the dove just um, circles and returns, indicating that there isn't any habitable land yet. Then later he sends out a raven, which does not return. And um, he concludes that that means that there is land um, and goes and follows the direction in which the raven went. So a lot of you listening might, in fact, recognise that story. And in fact... As I said, um, this Epic of Gilgamesh really influenced um, a lot of uh, literature that that came afterwards, but also a lot of religious texts. And of course, this is a very similar story to that of Noah in the um, Old Testament of the Bible. So... Um, so yeah, it's thought that that probably these either um the Old Testament was influenced by the ep- epic of Gilgamesh or more likely they were both influenced by the same story of a flood that occurred in the Mesopotamian region um at around about that time. So uh so yeah, that's just kind of an an interesting thing about kind of stories and religious texts and uh how they get passed down um of course in the in the biblical version the dove plays an even more important role um in that the dove uh, there's no raven in in that version and the dove is the one who finds land and brings back an olive branch to kind of prove that um that land is you know able to be um inhabited again because an olive tree was able to grow there and it's of course out of this story that we get um you know some of the more modern symbolizations of doves as uh bringers of peace and hope and um and faith and um particularly in conjunction with the olive branch as well um so so yeah that's a little bit of kind of background about doves um leading on directly from that i have one more track to play for you which is as usual a track of mine this is a song i wrote which is called noah's dove 
Um, and obviously I used the, the, the biblical story as my inspiration for this, um, long before I looked up any of the, uh, any of it and, and found out that it was actually quite a lot older even than the Bible. Um, but yeah, I obviously in my song use it uh, as a, as a symbol of, of, um, of hope and peace. And I think the rest of the lyrics kind of speak for themselves. So don't really need to do much of an introduction, but um, I hope you enjoy my song Noah's Dove, which you can find on my EP Alien. And other than that, keep well and until next time. straight white men who think that the world is their own I can see why you hold that opinion for that is what history has shown but just because you've always been the top dogs that doesn't mean you have the right to discriminate, patronise, taunt and abuse and I promise I'm up for a fight and when the world comes tumbling and crashing down around us sitting in ruins will be waiting for you to send us sitting in the ruins will be waiting for Noah's done this world has been shaped by a number of wonderful people with wondrous plans the ones that you've heard of are most likely male able-bodied and probably not trans but just because you haven't heard of the rest That doesn't mean we don't exist And I feel like it's time for you to recognise That it's got to the point that we're pissed And when the world comes tumbling And crashing down around us Sitting in the ruins We'll be waiting for you to send us Sitting in the ruins tell you a few things about sex and gender and LGBT. Some people are female, some people are male, and others are non-binary. And this is the gender you feel in your head, but it doesn't always correlate with the length of your hair or the shape of your hips or the people who you want to date. And when the world comes tumbling and crashing down around us, ruins will be waiting, waiting for you to send us, sitting in the ruins will be waiting, waiting for Noah's done. I can tell that you find it embarrassing to know there are those who can't walk, who are deaf, who are blind or are missing a limb, but that's no excuse to stop and gawk. And a disability can be there in your head, but not obvious at first sight. And autistic brains may work differently, but that doesn't mean we are not bright.
British or not are just as important as you. And so are those immigrants that you detest and those who support the EU. So please put your privilege aside for one minute and accept that we all are the same. And if you don't try but continue to hate, then it's only yourself who's to blame. And when the world comes tumbling and crashing down around us, sitting in the ruins, we'll be waiting for you to stand us. Sitting in the ruins, we'll be waiting, waiting for Noah's done. I know that this song has one fatal flaw. Those who need the lecture are not here And there's no way to force them to listen But let me make one thing quite clear That though I may be preaching to the converted We all have our own part to play And all of us can help by spreading this message Be white, black, disabled or gay Vibrations to help heal nations. Hello, I'm Paul Hazel, and I'd like to invite you to join me for Melodies of the Sun-Kissed Beaches, Palm Trees and Rolling Waves of the South Sea Islands, only here on Radio Illumini. You'll hear recordings from brilliant steel guitarists, singers from country, folk and popular music, and even some indigenous Hawaiian artists, all performing those beautiful songs of the islands. Aloha. Four o'clock rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock rock. We're going to rock around the clock tonight. Mr. Rock and Roll here, inviting you to join me Thursday night at nine o'clock on Radio Illumi for the Mr. Rock and Roll Record Hop, bringing you all the best in rock and roll, rockabilly, and some modern rock and roll as well. So get your dancing shoes on for Thursday night, people.
the retreat animal rescue you can find us on social media on all the regular twitter tiktok facebook instagram the most important thing is your visit because your visit is the way you support us so for every burger every cake every ice cream that's enabling us to do behind the scenes our life-saving work so yeah visiting is the most important thing get people on site they see what we're doing they contribute and uh we can carry on with our work we have our cafe on site we have our shops on site we have holiday lodges we do tours paid tours to meet the animals i mean the center's free of charge free parking you can wander around and see animals but if you want to go and have up close and personal time that's a paid tour so all our fundraising is generated on site and the opening hours and days are thursday to sunday 12 to 4 generally from Mother's Day up until the first week in December and then we close for three months which is winter. We have some GoFundMes, uh, Just Giving pages and on our website it will show you how to make donations via PayPal, your bank, um, you can even send a cheque and obviously when you visit there's collection box areas that you can pay a donation. The address is the Retreat Animal Rescue at Brickyard Farm, Cripple Hill, Hi, Horden, Kent, TN26, 3LJ. And how can people buy your book, Us Boy? So, okay, you can buy the book on Amazon. You can buy the book at Waterstone. We only get a, we get a tiny percentage of the profit that way. Unless you buy it electronically and then we get 100%. Or you can buy it from the set directly from us at the center where we get 100% of the profit. So, yeah, just drop us an email. We're using the book to fundraise for the farm next door. So every book sold is a little, a little plot of grass, which will, yeah, basically you would have bought a plot of grass at the farm next door. Hi, I'm Paul Hazel and I'd like to invite you to join me for three varied hours of the very best in country music every Sunday afternoon from 3pm, repeated Tuesday mornings at 8am. You'll see just how wide the country music genre is. We play everything from bluegrass to western swing, Cajun to cowboy songs, taking in country gospel, honky tonk and even a bit of yodelling along the way. Recordings span from today's artists to recordings made back in the 1920s and we feature artists from anywhere in the world where country music has been recorded. Come and join me on Sundays at 3pm, repeated Tuesday mornings at 8am for Paul Hazel's World of Country, here on Radio Illumini. Show podcast. My name is Tony Moresi and I'll be taking you on an expedition through the mind, through the paranormal, metaphysics, health, conspiracies, the pandemic, of course, consciousness, ascension, 5D, 3D, alien life history, how to survive all of the above, meditation, health tips, and a whole lot more. 